All right, I got former Patriots and LSU quarterback Rohan Davey here with me today. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, boss. How you doing? Doing well. All right, so you played your high school ball at in Florida. What made you want to go to LSU? And uh, LSU, um, at, when I was coming out, I wanted to stay in the SEC. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to go to a school that played quarterback that looked like me. And so at the time, even a black quarterback. So at the time, for me, um, that was her Tyler. And, you know, that, I saw her Tyler playing against the Florida Gators. And uh, LSU wasn't far from Florida. Um, so it was just intriguing. And I've always been a fan of Tigers. Okay. So that all put her apart in the way. It was just supposed to be wanting to played quarterback, stay at the quarterback position, and mm -hmm. LSU had a black quarterback that was playing already. Right. So that freed me, and then I came and visited. But initially, it was just that seeing her toddler. Okay. So your senior year, you were the first quarterback in LSU history to throw for over 3,000 yards. You win the Sugar Bowl, and you're also named the game's MVP. What was your favorite moment from that season? Man, was actually... Uh, Overcoming the loss to Ole Miss my senior year and going on the road and winning at Alabama and just kind of changing our, turning our season around that year. But actually, but honestly, that was, that was probably one moment that I remember specifically. But the whole year was just a phenomenal year in itself, especially starting after the Ole Miss game. Okay. Um, do you still go to LSU games pretty often? Well, I won't be going in, but yeah. <laughs> I do go to uh, a bunch of them. My son, I have my uh, son, my daughter, I have a, my oldest daughter's in town. He comes in town sometimes to the game, but my two youngest kids are here and they're athletes. And so, yeah, we go to a bunch of the games. Uh, still, yeah, we do. We go to a bunch of games. Okay. So as a former quarterback at LSU, what was it like seeing this past season run this new spread offense and Joe Burrow have the greatest season in the history of college football? Bro, it was – and I was fortunate enough to have a chance to show when he first got here, not getting going to his junior year, and I had a feeling that he was going to be a really good quarterback for us. But nothing like he turned it out, turned out being. But man, seeing that offense and seeing how they were throwing it around the park, seeing the freedom that he had, the line of scrimmage, um, the talent of the receivers and the offensive line. Um, listen, that was just man. It was one of those things that I was happy. I was a part of. I was happy to see it and acknowledge it early. And to not take it for granted, you know, I would have mm -hmm. an opportunity to go to the Atlanta, to go to the playoff game, to go to the national championship so with me and my kids. So I took it all, and it was it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So Miles Brandon takes over this season as quarterback. What are your expectations for him going into this year? Well, my him is to be my is to run the offense based on where you are in your learning, mm -hmm. where you are playing. Um, Mike, get the ball out of the 
papers that we still have on offense, even though Chase has opted out. Um, we still have playmakers on offense and still a huge, big talent fan. So for him to show that great arm strength that he has, um, and, and, and to be excited, you know, about the opportunity that he's finally getting to play big time college football here. So, but I expect him to be to make throws. I expect him to make some mistakes. But I expect him because that's the one thing that those guys do is Joe did it at the position and now Miles is going to get the opportunity to do it. So just compete, man, with those guys. Okay. So LSU loses 30-plus guys from their 2019 team. Talked about Miles Brennan coming in starting this year. Do you still think that they're a national title, title uh, contender this year? Um, You know what? Happen, but I don't think this year is, is – for us to, you know, repeat and back up. Now, like I said, things can happen. Mm-hmm. You can have injuries. You can have the team. You can have these guys. They have the talent. You can have these guys catch fire. But it's going to be very difficult with a new quarterback, a new guard in center. Um, all the guys we lost on defense last year that are not part of no NFL teams. Um, Jamar Chase opting out. Tyler Shelvin opting out. Um, Vincent opting out. Two starters on defense, starters on offense. Um, with a new system, we're not a new system, but a new quarterback in a season where COVID ridden, in a season where you haven't had the opportunity to work out with your guys. So it's, I think if they do have a chance to repeat, if they do repeat, it'd be one of the most unbelievable stories. It'd be a better story than last year. I definitely would. So, uh, Let's go back to your career. So you get drafted by the Patriots in the fourth round in 2002. They just won the Super Bowl. A young Tom Brady is that quarterback. What was it like for you to come in and have a teammate like Tom Brady and play for a coach like Coach Belichick? Man, I'm going to tell you what. I went to the Super Bowl in Orleans. That was my year. Um, I didn't know there was no draft, but they drafted me. And the first thing I said was like, damn, baby. It just went to the Super Bowl. I just missed the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't know that we was going to go back you know, as many times as we did when I was there. But that was my first. Man, when you first walk into that building um, and you see the Tom Brady's and the uh, Bill Belichick's and the Teddy Bruskies and Troy Brown, um, great defensive backs, you know, the lawyer Malloy's and those guys. And it's, and it's, I mean, at first it's intimidating, you know, because they come in and they have a certain um, kind of work ethic, the lawyer, uh, the tie laws of the world. And at first you're like, wow, um, you know, like normal rookie, I think. But then you see how everyone goes about their business and how they go to work and meticulous and detailed. Bill is, Charlie Weiss, all the way down through the players. And you just go to work, honestly. You just go to work. And at the time, for me, I was so brainwashed, you know, wanting to stay in the league and so happy to have, you know, reached a dream of mine since high school and younger. So I was just actually just happy to be there and willing to do anything it takes to stay there initially, you know. Mm-hmm. But great working with those guys, man. Tom was a professional. Um, t- uh, Bill the same way. Uh, Damian Hewitt when I was uh, was there when I initially got there got a chance. Doug Flutie was there. Miller was one of my favorite guys. Jim Miller. Um, 
it was great working with Sean. You know, you would think that a guy in that stack, you know, he was, would be an arrogant guy, wouldn't try to help you out. But he was the most gracious, the most um, hard, he was the most, still is, the hard, most hardworking guy that I've been around, mental and physical. Mm-hmm. So do you have a crazy story, either your rookie year or any other years you were in New England that involved Tom Brady or Bill Belichick that you want to share? Man, let me tell you it's not really a story. It was like, you, you, how old are you? 23. Okay, you're 23. I'm 41, right? So, but you, the first time, right, um, in the club when 50 Cent first came out, when he dropped in the club, it was like, you know, big thing in Boston. Mm-hmm. When I was out there. And Tom, they had a concert in uh, New Orleans. No, excuse me, I'm talking about New Orleans. They had a concert in Boston. Mm-hmm. And we all went. No 50 Cent concert. And we all ended up having a good time. And Tom walks out on stage with 50. <laughs> and that, you know, that let me know, uh, you know, what type of guy he was at the time. Cause it was some cool. It was cool. It was some cool shit. Yeah. So that was just like you know my first time watching. So it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Um, are you still surprised to see Tom Brady playing? Not just playing, but still playing pretty good at forty-three years old. I'm not surprised. You know, and I, and I think he's, as, the, as the season goes on with him in Tampa Bay, he's going to get better. Mm-hmm. He's going to get better as the season goes on. Once he gets to you, knowing them guys and everything, he's going to get a whole lot better. I'm not surprised, man. When I was in the women, he went, he talked about playing until he was in his 40s and everything like that. So I'm definitely not surprised. Um, I'm surprised that the Patriots didn't believe him <laughs> and give him a new contract when he wanted it about four years ago. Yeah. That's about it. No, I'm not surprised at all. Tom, the fo- Tom loves football. That's yeah. What he, loves. he doesn't, he like, I mean, now he probably does because he's getting to the end of his career, but he never saw, like, what am I going to do after football? It was always football. Right. Yeah, as a as a diehard Patriots fan, it definitely hurts to see him playing in a, in a Buccaneers uniform. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So, obviously, you're in the, in the Boston area. Uh, great sports town. The Bruins, Celtics, Red Sox. What was it like being in a sports town like that? That shit was awesome. Mm-hmm. I ain't lying to you. It was the, the fans were so energetic. It was everything, you know. Like in Miami, it's the Heat, or if the Dolphins are doing well, then things are going on. But there's so much going on. And here is LSU football here in Baton Rouge. But there, it's everything. It's Boston College football. It's the Celtics. It's the Red Sox like crazy, and mm-hmm. they, like it's the it's. It's a great, great sports town, and the people know what the hell they're talking about. So, when at the time, and the Celtics were doing well, was winning. Like, at the, I was there at a great time when, like, everything was booming. I mean, hell, even Boston College was winning games that they weren't supposed to be. Winning. Yeah. So, uh, let's, let's go back to your career. So, you also spent some time in NFL Europe. You won Player of the yeah. Year, and you win the, the World Bowl. What was it like playing football in a different country? Honestly, bro, it was it was like um, refreshing. Mm-hmm. Fans didn't necessarily know everything, so you got a chance to explain the game to them. 
their enthusiasm for it was very organic. And because it wasn't around, they they had a thirst and a hunger for it as opposed to, you know, if you was here in the States, you, you know what football is. Yeah. There, it was more of an event. It was really an event. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're not missing it. Yeah. Really coming around, these guys are here for the, you know, after football season, and then it's gone. So it was a, it was a, it was an event. Mm-hmm. It was an event. I loved it. They were paying more money. I would have never came back. Yeah. <laughs> um. So in your career, you also played with Kurt Warner. What was it like being around him? Kurt was awesome, man. Kurt's one of my all-time favorite guys that I played with, and just because he was a teacher, Kurt was a teacher. He had no ego. He's all he was about was helping and uplifting. And at the time, I needed that because I was coming from New England where, I, you know, I felt I kind of left there with a bit of taste in my mouth. So when I came to Arizona and to be around Kurt and really spend time with Kurt because that was the same year that they drafted Matt Liner and Matt Liner was holding out. So we only had like three quarterbacks in camp. So I had a chance to spend some time with Kurt Warner. And just like you know, see what type of person he is, a man he was, and I like he's one of my favorite guys. Okay. Kurt Warner was a, I mean, just a hard worker, man. You know, we talked about arena because I, you know, it, it that was a great experience going up there and being around Kurt. Yeah. So in today's NFL, the quarterback position is deeper as ever. The NFL draft seems to produce about four a year. Which of these young quarterbacks are you most impressed with so far? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, I've been a Kyler Murray fan uh, since I seen him at Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and I'm a big Cliff Kingsbury fan. He was also in New England with me for like um, I can't remember if it was for like a um, training camp or but I was up there with Cliff, and I'm a fan of his. I always, everyone knew he was always going to be a coach, mm-hmm. and so Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury to me is the, are like the perfect marriage. And when they got uh, D-Hop from Houston to go with what they already had um, with the kid from Texas A&M, and the way Kyler Murray moved, the way they could move that pocket with him and throw from different launch points, and, man, he's just so unbelievably dynamic, man. And I'm a fan of Kyler Murray. I'm a fan of him. All right. Well, Rohan, I want to thank you for your time today. Um, I hope your family is all safe and okay during this time. And again, thank you for agreeing to talk to me today. Absolutely, partner. Good luck to you. All right. Thank you. All right, boy.